Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 134 of Jack Panda Speaks. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. Ah, seems like Jackie Boy has recovered his uh, flame of creativity. I recorded a, an episode yesterday after a month, and little did I know that I would be back on today. The, the, the following morning, I was already excited about doing another episode since since I recorded it. <laughs> Isn't that funny how you know things are gone and then they're back again? I totally lost the desire to to record and do the podcast and whatnot, and suddenly, boom, I did it. Yeah, got through the resistance of not doing it and did it and we're back again. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I want to talk about the mind, the head. I've got a big head, a big brain. But we're not going to be talking about the size of the brain or the head, but how how much in the head we are today or nowadays. Or That's where I find myself a lot, especially during this lockdown we're spending so much time at home within our bubble online and obviously when we interact online we're interacting from the mind we're very much in the mind in the head um, and we, we start to experience everything through the mind online um, maybe virtual reality is slightly different because you get body sensations so maybe that will shift but for now it's mainly mentally that we engage we engage mentally when we're online. <clears throat> so I wake up in the mornings now, very heady, very, very spaced out, very much, I don't know, nearly with a, nearly with a hangover and a headache most mornings. And I thought it was because maybe I was eating late at night or maybe I was having too much sugary stuff before I'd go to sleep. But I don't, I don't think it's that. I think it's this, this transition into the mind. I know I have friends and there's lots of practitioners and um, people that, that suggest that we should go, or even I do, <laughs> with intuitive eating. <clears throat> like, go, in more, go more into your body, listen to your body. But it's so hard when the, the, current, the current situation is taking us more and more into the head, and you know, more and more into the mind, of, and into the world of information and knowing and learning, and remembering, and listening, and watching, you know, all through the mind. Very little is taking us into the body, you know. So, there's this conflict, I think, of like, oh, I should be more in the body, I should spend more time in nature, I should reconnect with, with my body, I should feel more, you know. And that's all very well, but if, if the current is going the other way, what do you do? You fight it? Because I realized yesterday, I saw, I saw a beautiful rainbow yesterday. And part of me was like, wow, that's beautiful. But then there wasn't that much interest. You know, like, okay, cool. A rainbow. Next. You know? It seems the physical becomes less, less interesting next to the virtual. The digital, which is like infinite possibilities. Not only because we're more in the mind, so we're more 
we resonate more with the world of information and the online world of possibility because we're more connected to that. But because it's infinite, it has, has endless possibilities, even though that is the same in the physical. But there, seem, there seems to be, or there feels like there's more limitation to the physical. <clears throat> Maybe there is. So it, it, it becomes less appealing. And um, yeah, where this is taking us, I, I, uh, I do ponder. But it seems quite obvious that we're going away from the body. And with that, I mean disconnecting from Mother Nature in, in, in a way that I've been talking about for a long time. Transitioning more into you know, Mother Technology and the mental worlds and just becoming virtual beings in this digital reality. Um, and of course, there's going to be friction, there's going to be resistance to let go of the physicality of life that we've been so connected to and used to for so long. In particular generations, because if I think of like younger generations, like my little brother who's 10, and kids in general that spend, that nurture their relationships with technology more than they do with human beings, or if they talk with a human being, they do it through technology, through AI. So they, they have this bonding. You think of a kid um, that's crying and the mum just gives gives them an iPad or a phone, you know, to play on, just to shut them up. And they're, they're bonding, rather than the mother or the, the parent or the brother or another human being spending time with the kid and nurturing human communication, you're nurturing technological communication. And we're not saying that one is good, one is bad. We're not here to judge who the fuck knows. Who, who am I or who are we to judge what is good, what is bad? This is what's happening. And um, it's time to surrender, I think. It's time to surrender, and especially within the spiritual community, because they talk about detachment and they talk about, you know, going beyond yourself and that you're not yourself, that you're just an observer of this experience and life is just an experience. And then, and then we take it so seriously when they're going to take away, they are going to take away our freedoms um, and our rights and our physic. They're going to be, we're going to be limited physically, you know. And as I was explaining to my brother yesterday, I always try and question or look at why this would be happening. Why would a group of people, if it's the case that this elite is you know, wanting to control the human population through AI. Why? It's not power, it's not money. Like, they, they just seem to me like very superficial arguments that just like, oh, they just want more power, and that's it. It's like, well, that doesn't really, um, I don't see any psychological or emotional or practical purpose in just having more power. There's no drive in that. Maybe, maybe, maybe for some people there are, there is, but basically what I was explaining to my brother is like, okay, think of, think of the fact that more and more we are dependent on a system, right? People don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to take responsibility of their health. They want doctors. They want the healthcare system. They don't want to take responsibility and grow their own food. They want to go and buy it from the supermarket. So they need a food, food system. They don't want to generate their own electric and water and energy and resources. They want, you know, electrical companies and, and, and the whole you know, Wi-Fi. We're not going to generate our, inter our own internet, are we? We need a Wi-Fi system. So all these different systems that are becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and 
more and more people are becoming less independent and more dependent on these systems the, the, this and this system is becoming global imagine how complex and sophisticated I mean just just thinking of London on its own London as a city to actually manage a city like that and for it to function and flow as it does or any other city around the world blows my mind like the complexity that it must have you know so in order to be able to 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 manage a system that's ever expanding and people are ever demanding of it right they want more and more and more and they want this system that system these rights and these freedoms and you know we want 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 but we don't want to take responsibility for anything this system in order for it to be managed and not to crumble not to just break down and just disintegrate because it's become so complex so vast so sophisticated that human minds humans even if we have thousands of them we can't manage the system so what do we need we need ai that's where ai comes in we need to plug the system into ai and then we get plugged into the system as well you know so ai um starts to manage and distribute resources and and manages the system in a much more efficient and capable way than us that's this that's this fact and that's just how it's going to happen because if we want a system that we can depend on and for it to be efficient and for food not to be wasted and for you know resources to be distributed evenly for there to be more equality and all these things that we we want so much humans are not capable of doing that it's just fact you know there's selfishness there's greed there's there's human error you know there's a lot of things that take away the capacity for us to manage such a vast system whereas ai can process thousands and thousands of data points in in milliseconds you know so it's all about centralizing for to to grow the efficiency of a system or or let's put it even in a better way for it to survive and for the system to thrive into the future and there's no other way technology has always helped us or supported us in our growth in in our evolution and this is just another technological step forward quite sure it's a big one right this is a big transition away from the physical into the digital but let's try and see it from a more pragmatic standpoint and not point fingers and talk about human freedom which is a total illusion anyway go and look at my go and listen to my podcast episode on that but yeah i could go on forever i've gone over my 10 minutes i'm going to cut it off here hope you enjoyed the episode that you took away some kind of value uh, do reach out to me if if you want to give me some feedback or make a comment um and yeah i'll speak to you again very soon i'm excited to be back and in the flow of creativity to share more episodes maybe every day let's see <laughs> ciao for now guys have an amazing day